Hey guys, welcome to From Miles Away, a completely student-run podcast. Where we tell personal stories from students all over the world. We all go to the same international boarding school. And boy do we have some stories to tell. So So stay sustainable, sustainable, open-minded, and give our podcast a try. Hello guys and welcome to a new episode of From Miles Away. I'm Emily from the Netherlands and I hope you're excited because today we have a very special guest who will introduce himself right now. Hello everybody, I'm Julio and I'm from Guatemala and I'm here today to share a personal experience from a natural disaster that I experienced in 2018. Okay, so can you give us a bit more context about the situation? Yeah, sure. Um, My country is pretty known for the broad options and types of volcanoes we have. Unfortunately, in 2018 we have a pretty damaged, dangerous and big volcanic explosion that affected thousands or even millions of people and um, yeah I will give my experience my points points of view about different issues related to and uh, let's hope I hope everybody will enjoy this story so nothing more to add I will start um, it was the 3rd of June of 2018 and uh, I was at my home just living living the life, I guess, just chilling and enjoying my, my surroundings and my family. The problem with that day in particular was that since 6 a.m. Um, we started listening to this big and uh, loud noise. The thing is that it's not the first time I experienced something of a volcanic eruption. When I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade, something really similar happened. And I remember the sky turning purple. And uh, because I come from an international school as well, we had uh, uh, students and uh, some teachers from the US and uh, Canada and all these type of countries. And they were really scared and amazed about all the situation. But the thing is that I was very scared as well. The difference with this specific one is that when it occurred, um, the name of the volcano is Volcán de Fuego, which the literal translation is Volcano of Fire. Um, It's a pretty active volcano, honestly, and is placed in the border between three states. And I live in one of those three states and I live close to the border as well. So, the problem was that when it erupted, um, it created something called pyroclastic flows, which is a combination between really hot volcanic gases and really hot um, solid objects, such as it could be like trees, and uh, it rained days before, so there was a big accumulation of mud. I will have to say that it was pretty dangerous. And uh, when it come, when it happened, these pyroclastic flows just start rolling down. Luckily for the owners of restaurants and houses that were quite far but quite close at the same time, they were able to escape really easily but they were a lot of mini towns i will call them around the the volcano the volcano this was at the end of it and uh, the issue was that 
most of these mini towns were undergrounded with these pyroclastic flows and uh, with the huge amount of ashes that was produced as well. Um, with official numbers, I can say today that confirmed at least 300 to 350 deaths. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's it. Um, at least people that they never found is between 1,000 to 2,000. And um, it, was, it was quite a big deal because hypothetically speaking, if all these pyroclastic flows, instead of going right, it will have gone left, I will be highly affected. And um, I still remember going out of my house and my condominium where I live, it changed literally of color. You know, the grass is green and the streets were um, some sort of brownish. We had a soccer field and um, everything. When I came out, even the cars, everything was mostly gray and it was quite harsh to breathe as well. But we were not in that big danger. Okay, so um, that, and another problem was that not a lot of countries have experience with, with this type of natural disasters. So how can you get equipment or even a proper suit that will protect you against really really hot ashes and uh, lava and um, you know what, what, what a volcano can produce so my country was in a big problem at that time because even though we were aware of that, that something like this can happen we were not expecting at this high magnitude so countries from our neighbor countries like El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico, um, I think the countries from North America, South America, and even countries from Europe, they start uh, sending uh, different type of support or just um, saying that they support us, how can I say, like offering high condolences. Okay, so the problem was that when the, the team of rescue wanted to start, you know, helping the people, um, in thing of seconds, the, a really long road was not visible anymore. It was covered with a big, um, big cloud, I would call it, of ashes, gray ashes. And uh, there are a lot of videos on YouTube, if somebody's interested, interested in looking at it, of actual people and uh, firefighters and policemen and everybody was just trying to help. And suddenly this big uh, gray thing appeared and uh, people who were running outside, they were like covered and trapped in it. And minutes later, um, people just start looking for somebody to help. And uh, when they found um, the people, they were actually dead bodies of pregnant women, ch children, uh, old ladies, animals. And uh, the, the streets were displayed with a high amount of. So 
um, people just the rescue team and the rescue teams from our country just are looking for it but two days later on the 5th of June uh, the volcano erupted again making the rescue team uh, in in the being placed in the need of going away because I mean how can you try to help one somebody if you are in danger as well and you will die okay so was highly affected if I'm not wrong um, we were still able to go to classes afterwards because as I mentioned before um, the, the pyroclastic flows went in the, another direction but it went to one of the most touristic places of, from Guatemala which is named Antigua Guatemala or um, Old Guatemala there's not a literal translation let's just leave it with the name in Spanish and um, it was like people used to describe that it was like snowing but instead of snowing it was ashes so it was a high amount, a high amount of ashes and people were really worried about that. Um, okay, and um, after this big event, did this change your lifestyle, your daily lifestyle in Guatemala in any way? It, it really did, because for example, you really start to appreciate somehow First of all, life, and uh, second of all, you start to think, whoa, what if this, as I said, this had gone left instead of right? Maybe I will not have a home anymore. Maybe I will be in the need of finding a new house or somewhere to stay. And uh, something I did was that because thousands of people were without a home, um, they were placed in different churches or just temporal uh, places where they were like making food and etc. So one of the things I did was that I I work as a social service in a in a, in a kitchen making food for all these people and uh, it was quite I will call it I don't want to say traumatizing, but I was highly amazed with how people, you know, they were displayed all around the church with different um, beds and mattresses and uh, just trying to find a comfort corner where they can, uh, I don't know, mm -hmm. find comfort and continue with their lives. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's so nice that you help people. and. How does it feel right now that your family is still living in Guatemala where this event could take place, I assume, again in 2020, and you're here in Germany, so far away from them? Honestly, um, we, all, we already got used because every morning when, like for example, at 6am you go for a walk and you can see the, volca the volcano actually erupting just a bit, like you can see a mini road of lava coming down or a mini cloud of ashes and you can in the night listen to the, the sounds of like, I don't know, erupting it somehow, mm -hmm. so you really get used to it. Um, but honestly, it's I'm, I'm just hoping that my family will never be placed on the, this type of circumstances and uh, I hope if 
I don't know, sometimes we have to go through something like that, we will always be together. And uh, for sure I will, I don't know, do everything I can here to make sure that they are fine or they are going through everything there. Well, but that's really beautiful, thank you. Thank you. Do you have anything else you would like to share with us? Honestly, it's quite a powerful uh, story and experience. I just want to honestly appreciate and say thanks for the opportunity of sharing it. And um, I just want to say that even though uh, my country faced this really hard moment, we went through it and uh, now we are just um, keep working on the damages and try to be a, as beautiful or even more beautiful than we used to be. Okay, well, thank you so much for your story. It was, it was very impactful. And for the guests, thank you so much for listening again. Stay tuned for next week's episode and see you. Bye.